Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and today I will be reading from 1 Kings chapters 13 and 14. And these two chapters detail what happens to the successors of the kingdom of Solomon that we read about in chapter 12. In chapter 12, um, well, 11 and 12, we read about the death of Solomon, and then that uh, his son Rehoboam uh, takes over the kingdom, but loses the kingdom in three days. And as it turns out, Rehoboam uh, is left with two tribes, Judah and Benjamin, which are in the south, and then the ten other tribes, which are more north, uh, are taken over by a man named Jerohobim. And so in this, these two chapters, we'll read about Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, uh, who only ruled for three days in the unified kingdom, but he ruled over Judah and Benjamin for 17 years. He was 41 years of age when he began to reign. And um, Jerohobim rules for 23 years in the northern kingdom. The kingdom that Jerohobim uh, rules over is called Israel. The two tribes in the south, Judah and Benjamin, are referred to as Judah. So let us <clears throat> begin. And I will be reading from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. While Jero Jeroboam was standing by the altar to offer incense. A man of God came out of Judah by the word of the Lord to Bethel and proclaimed against the altar by the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus says the Lord, a son shall be born to the house of David, Josiah by name, and he shall sacrifice on you the priest of the high places who offer incense on you, and human bones shall be burned on you. He gave a sign the same day, saying, This is the sign that the Lord has spoken. The altar shall be torn down, and the ashes that are on it shall be poured out. When the king heard what the man of God cried out against the altar at Bethel, Jeroboam stretched out his hand from the altar, saying, Seize him. But the hand that stretched out against him withered, so that he could not draw it back to himself. The altar also was torn down, and the ashes poured out from the altar, according to the sign that the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. The king said to the man of God, Entreat now the favor of the Lord your God, and pray for me, so that my hand may be restored to me. So the man of God entreated the Lord, and the king's hand was restored to him, and became as it was before. Then the king said to the man of God, Come home with me and dine, and I will give you a gift. But the man of God said to the king, If you give me half your kingdom, I will not go with you, nor will I eat food or drink water in this place. For thus I was commanded by the word of the Lord, You shall not eat food or drink water or return by the way that you came. So he went another way and did not return by the way that he had come to Bethel.
Now there lived an old prophet in Bethel. One of his sons came and told him all that the man of God had done that day in Bethel, the words also that he had spoken to the king they told to their father. Their father said to them, Which way did he go? And his son showed him the way that the man of God who came from Judah had gone. Then he said to his sons, Saddle a donkey for me. So they saddled a donkey for him, and he mounted it. He went after the man of God and found him sitting under an oak tree. He said to him, Are you the man of God who came from Judah? He answered, I am. Then he said to him, Come home with me and eat some food. But he said, I cannot return with you or go in with you, nor will I eat food or drink water with you in this place. For it was said to me by the word of the Lord, You shall not eat food or drink water there or return by the way that you came. Then the other said to him, I also am a prophet as you are. And an angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord. Bring him back with you into your house, so that he may eat food and drink water. But he was deceiving him. Then the man of God went back with him and ate food and drank water in his house. As they were sitting at the table, the word of the Lord came to the prophet who had brought him back. And he proclaimed to the man of God who came from Judah, Thus says the Lord, because you have disobeyed the word of the Lord and have not kept the commandment that the Lord your God commanded you, but have come back and have eaten food and drunk water in the place of which he said to you, Eat no food and drink no water. Your body shall not come to your ancestral tomb. After the man of God had eaten food and drunk, they saddled for him a donkey belonging to the prophet who had brought him back. Then as he went away, a lion met him on the road and killed him. His body was thrown in the road, and the donkey stood beside it. The lion also stood beside the body. People passed by and saw the body thrown in the road, with the lion standing by the body, as they came and told it in town where the old prophet lived. When the prophet who had brought him back from the way heard of it, he said, It is the man of God who disobeyed the word of the Lord. Therefore the Lord has given him to the lion, which has torn him and killed him, according to the word that the Lord spoke to him. Then he said to his son, Saddle a donkey for me. So they saddled one. And he went and found the body thrown in the road with the donkey and the lion standing beside the body. The lion had not eaten the body or attacked the donkey. The prophet took up the body of the man of God, laid it on the donkey, and brought it back to the city to mourn and to bury him. He laid the body in his own grave, and they mourned over him, saying, Alas, my brother. After he had buried him, he said to his sons, When I die, bury me in the grave in which the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside his bones, for the saying that he proclaimed by the word of the Lord against the altar in Bethel, and against all the houses of the high places that are in the cities of Samaria, shall surely come to pass. Even after this event, Jeroboam did not turn from his evil way, 
but made priest for the high places again from among all the people. Any who wanted to be priest, he consecrated for the high places. This matter became sin to the house of Jeroboam, so as to cut it off and to destroy it from the face of the earth. Chapter 14 Judgment on the House of Jeroboam At that time, Abijah, son of Jeroboam, fell sick. Jeroboam said to his wife, Go, disguise yourself, so that it will not be known that you are the wife of Jeroboam, and go to Shiloh, for the prophet Ahijah is there, who said of me that I should be king over this people. Take with you ten loaves, some cakes, and a jar of honey, and go to him. He will tell you what shall happen to the child. Jeroboam's wife did so. She set out and went to Shiloh, and came to the house of Ahijah. Now Ahijah could not see, for his eyes were dim because of his age. But the Lord said to Ahijah, the wife of Jeroboam is coming to inquire of you concerning her son, for he is sick. Thus and thus you shall say to her. When she came, she pretended to be another woman. But when Ahijah heard the sound of her feet as she came in at the door, he said, Come in, wife of Jeroboam. Why do you pretend to be another? For I am charged with heavy tidings for you. Go tell Jeroboam, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, because I exalted you from among the people, made you leader over my people Israel, and tore the kingdom away from the house of David to give it to you. Yet you have not been like my servant David, who kept my commandments and followed me with all his heart, doing only that which was right in my sight. But you have done evil above all those who were before you, and have gone and made for yourself other gods, and cast images, provoking me to anger, and have thrust me behind your back. Therefore I will bring evil upon the house of Jeroboam. I will cut off from Jeroboam every male, both bond and free in Israel, and will consume the house of Jeroboam just as one burns up dung, until it is all gone. Anyone belonging to Jeroboam who dies in the city, the dog shall eat. And anyone who dies in the open country, the birds of the air shall eat. For the Lord has spoken, therefore set out, go to your house. When your feet enter the city, the child shall die. All Israel shall mourn for him and bury him, for he alone of Jeroboam's family shall come to the grave, because in him there is found something pleasing to the Lord, the God of Israel, in the house of Jeroboam. Moreover, the Lord will raise up for himself a king over Israel, who shall cut off the house of Jeroboam today, even right now. The Lord will strike Israel as a reed is shaken in the water, he will root up Israel out of this good land that he gave to their ancestors and scatter them beyond the Euphrates because they have made their sacred poles, provoking the Lord to anger. 
he will give Israel up because of the sins of Jeroboam, which he sinned and which he caused Israel to commit. Then Jeroboam's wife got up and went away, and she came to Tirzah. As she came to the threshold of the house, the child died. All Israel buried him and mourned for him, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by his servant, the prophet Ahijah. Now the rest of the acts of Jeroboam, how he warred and how he reigned, are written in the book of the annals of the king, kings of Israel. The time that Jeroboam reigned was twenty-two years. Then he slept with his ancestors, and his son Nadab succeeded him. Now Rehoboam, son of Solomon, reigned in Judah. Rehoboam was forty-one years old when he began to reign, and he reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem, the city that the Lord had chosen out of all the tribes of Israel to put his name there. His mother's name was Naamah, the Ammonite. Judah did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. They provoked him to jealousy with their sins that they committed more than all that their ancestors had done. For they also built for themselves high places, pillars, and sacred poles on every high hill and under every green tree. There were also male temple prostitutes in the land. They committed all the abominations of the nations that the Lord drove out before the people of Israel. In the fifth year, the king Rehoboam, king Shishak of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem. He took away the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house. He took everything. He also took away all the shields of gold that Solomon had made. So King Rehoboam made shields of bronze instead, and committed them to the hands of the officers of the guard, who kept the door of the king's house. As often as the king went into the house of the Lord, the guard carried them and brought them back to the guard room. Now the rest of the acts of Rehoboam and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? There was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam continually. Rehoboam slept with his ancestors and was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. His mother's name was Naamah the Ammonite. His son Abijam succeeded him. Thus we conclude the reading of chapters 13 and 14 of 1 Kings. I'd like to offer some questions for reflection. Number one, in chapter 13, King Jeroboam is confronted by a prophet and his arm withers. Why do you think this happens? Two, what are your thoughts about the prophecy the prophet gives to the king Jeroboam? Three, what do you make of the interchange between the two prophets in chapter 13? Number four. Why do you think the second prophet, the old prophet, tells his sons that when he dies, he would like to be buried with a visiting prophet who died on the road to his home? Number five. In chapter 14, we read about the reign of both Jeroboam and Rehoboam. What are the similarities and differences in the tenure 
their tenure as king of Israel and king of Judah. And finally, do you have any other observations from these two chapters? I'd like to conclude us with a brief prayer. Let us pray. Lord, grant me faith. Lord, grant me hope. Lord, grant me love. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Friends, this is Pastor Nick Hood, Pastor and Senior Minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, located in the heart of Detroit, the very tip-top of the Medical Center area of Detroit. I hope this reading today has been a blessing to you. It's certainly been a blessing to me, just knowing that you are partaking of this written Word of God. God bless, God keep you, and until tomorrow, this is Nick Hood, and I am praying for you.